Hi, dear friend. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM. This is Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is the show where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Pastor Fabiano Nyonghuru here in South Australia. And I'm currently ministering at Sinai as well as Meros Park, Seventh-day Adventist churches here in this South Australian conference. We are here in the studio and I can tell you it is very hot outside, but we are so thankful that we could actually be back in the studio. As um, some of you would know, here in South Australia, we uh, had just gone through a mini lockdown in these times of uh, COVID-19. Anything can happen any moment, so you have to be prepared all the time. Uh, we are here once again in the South Australian Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church presenting to you, our dear listener, and we are so glad that you could tune in. And uh, for the next hour, we are going to delve into a wonderful uh, topic uh, that is going to help us understand more about worship. And the theme for this week actually has been spiritual challenges for an, inst- an institutional church. Spiritual challenges for for an institutional church. I don't know why that word is not rolling off, uh, rolling off my tongue easily, but, um, that is the topic that has been the theme for this week, rather. And, uh, I do have here in the studio our co-host, Helen Gray. Most of you will know Helen Gray. She's a regular on this, uh, uh, uh on this radio program and, um, she's presented on a number of topics, wonderful topics. In fact, uh, I believe that uh, if you have been listening uh, for quite some time, that uh, you would agree with me that she is uh, a faithful student of the Bible. And Helen, I would like to welcome you once again to the studio. Welcome and welcome. How have you been? Well, I'm just flabbergasted at that introduction. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> tongue No, no. I have been very sick for three months, but yeah. I'm gradually getting better. So thank you for asking. That's right. It is warm outside and yes. our hearts are warm. Yeah. And um, I believe we've got a great study. Today. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. There you go. We've got a great study. And uh, Helen, by the way, if you ever happen to be in the Birdwood area uh, or somewhere in the Adelaide Hills, but... Not far from Birdwood. Uh, Wistow as well, isn't it? Uh, you, you are currently ministering in those two areas, isn't I'm it? I'm not in Wistow, but Wistow. I do preach at Wistow. Oh, there you go. Yes, yes, yes. yes. But this week, some yes. of our churches are still closed. That's right. And so we're operating on Zoom and okay. Birdwood That's right. and Elizabeth and Wistow are yeah, all, and Paravista yeah. are all exactly. closed this week. That's right. Well, actually... Even Sanai, Meros Park as well. Yes. But... Um, Hopefully it'll open again soon. Yeah, yeah. There are some churches... That might be opened, but uh, we would encourage you to tune in by Zoom. Um, and uh, if you would like to um, tune in into our virtual services, you could just contact the Seventh-day Adventist Church uh, here in South Australia, and uh, and we'll be able to uh, uh, provide you with the details that you need so you can actually worship with us. Hey, we would love to actually... Um, have you join us uh, uh, this this Sabbath, if you like. Um, our theme for this week has been spiritual challenges for an in- institutional church. Uh, now, I would like to say that, however, our topic is going to be, how do I worship in spirit and in truth? Sorry. That's not the topic. No, you've left out a word. How do I worship in spirit and in truth? Well, mine says, how, do I, how to worship God 
in spirit and truth. Right. Okay. Sorry. That, no, it's all right. It's just that. Because um, we can worship anything. That, oh, you're we right. Are people that you're are right. To worship. You've got it right. But tonight well, we're talking I, about worshiping I think, God. I think we need to get hold of Gary here because yeah. uh, in, in this topic selections here that he had uh, sent to us. Yeah, I, I, that's the title I was given, but uh, but I like your title. How do we worship God in spirit and in truth? And here we're referring to the God of heaven, of course. And so I would like to just remind our listener once again, if you go to www.faithfm.com.au, you'll be able to find the previous presentations there. Just look for the big Q&A program or otherwise known as the drive time program. If you uh, locate that uh, program there or if you happen to enjoy podcasts we are on podcast uh, networks as well so find the program and you will be able to listen to the previous presentations um, and uh, for tonight as we study how to worship God in spirit and in truth I just wanted to begin with a simple introduction here because I recognize that we all worship something. Mm. In fact, one article uh, says the following. This was written by Timothy W. Massaro. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, he said that although very few people in Western societies must make physical idols, all of us have served the creature rather than the creator. We often take the, re, uh, let me read this again. We often take the really good things of life and make them ultimate. Our romantic view of life has fooled us into thinking that we could fill all our needs with someone or something in this life. We look to things and people to satisfy an endless list of demands and infinite desires. We want them to feel, fulfill us, but they cannot. And I concur with what he says here. We all actually do worship something. But I would like to say that I, my worship goes to the King of kings and the Lord of lords, Amen. God, the God of heaven. And uh, I would encourage you, my friend, as well, to consider as we study together today that uh, the only one who is worthy of our worship is God alone. Maybe we'll ask Helen and see what she thinks uh, about worship. Uh, maybe you give us a general overview of worship. What do we mean worship, uh, Helen? Okay, yeah. well, worship, of course, can be adoration. That's right. Uh, worship can be that we are um, servants of someone. Mm, mm. Um, worship is, I remember reading a story about a slave back in the slave trading days of America, and although slave trading still goes on, but yeah. this this which is gent- sad, which is sad yeah, by the way, this gentleman yeah. when he was put on the the block so that he, he was going to be auctioned off, mm-hmm. he says, "I won't work." Mm-hmm. He'd been a slave for many years, mm-hmm. and he just said, "I won't work." Mm-hmm. You know, in other words, "Don't bid for me. I won't work." Mm-hmm. And when they started the bidding, everybody was quiet, and he just said, "I won't work." Mm-hmm. And one man came over and he said, "I will bid for him." And this mm-hmm. guy looked at him. He said, "But I'm not going to work for you. I won't work." <laughs> and he was so stubborn about it. That's right. And the man said, "That's all right." Anyway, he paid the money, yes. and he took this man to his place. And the man sat there and he said, "I won't work." Wow. And the guy said, "I didn't buy you to make you work." He mm-hmm. said, "I bought you to set you." free. Amen. And you know what the man said? Mm-hmm. I will work for you. 
Wow, what a change. Yes, in the, absolutely. In now, right. when I read that story, I thought to myself, and that's how we should feel about Christ. Yes. You know, yes, Satan right. wants us to worship him, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he will do anything he can, yes. but there's a very large penalty, mm. and there are no rewards, no good rewards. That's Jesus right. came to this earth to die for us. He paid the price yeah, with his blood. That's right. You know right. why he paid the price with his blood? Because he wanted to set us free. That's right. Free, we can make the choice to worship him or not to worship him. That's right. I've made that choice, and Amen. I tell you what, I haven't looked back, Fabiano. Yes. I live life more abundantly as he promised. Praise God. Yes. Praise God. And you know, when I think about worship, I, I like what you say there. Hey, it can be adoration, uh, it can even be how. What we choose to dwell on, um, in a sense, because um, worship really, it, it's, it's all about, I guess, where we focus most and, and what we value most and where we put our energy. Like when we combine all that, really, uh, it is a form of worship because today, especially in this um, consumerism world and where, I guess, people leave just to purchase and get and get Sometimes we can actually lose focus on, on on God and actually find ourselves worshiping other things and yes. and and of course God through His Word says that everything of this world is His and at times we can worship the material things and forget that that actually belongs to God and actually by giving back to God is a form of worship as well. So mm. so worship is all that. It's mm. it, I, I guess if we could summarize, it's about. Um, yeah, paying homage to, uh, to, 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 to someone. Is that right? Mm, um, and, or something. Or something. Uh, and, uh, you know, um, yeah. But I think worship is, is a compound word, but I think we're going to understand this far better as we study. Mm. So what kind of worship is God the Father then seeking, the, the, the God of heaven? Okay, just before I answer that, mm. something you said about being focused and what have you in the mm. scripture, in the Bible we read, in beholding. That's right. We become changed. We become changed, yes. If you are going to behold and yes. focus Christ, mm-hmm. you will become changed into his disciple. Amen. By him. Amen. And yeah. you will show yeah. out Christian characteristics. That's right. That's but if right. you're going to worship some earthly person or earthly object, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. You, you'll be changed yes. as yes. well. But That's not right. if you worship money. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. Money's not evil. No, no. It's not evil. But the That's love right. of money. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And the so if we're going to have right. that love, yeah. like I believe, and, and uh, I read somewhere that Rockefeller was asked when he was dying, they mm. said, what, what would you want you know, more? And he said, more money. Mm. And he was okay. one of the richest men. That's right. And that's sad. That's so right. in beholding, we become changed. But let yeah, me answer your question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You said, what kind of worship is God seeking from yes. us? Yes. And yes. that's that's an interesting question. Not mm-hmm. us seeking from him, but what's he seeking from us? That's right. And I'm very much reminded of a story in John 4. John 4. When Samaritan woman mm-hmm. had a discussion with Jesus, which yes. was a very unusual discussion because she was of the hated race. That's right. And they didn't talk to Jews. Jews right. hated them. That's right. Wouldn't talk to them. Certainly wouldn't ask them for anything. Mm. And here was Jesus. He arranged for this meeting, Mm -hmm. and it was a divine appointment. And he asked her for a glass of water. Mm. But, you know, in the conversation with her, Mm. the woman tried to skirt around some of the questions he asked. And she said, as she pointed out, pointed over to a mountain, said, 
it is her place of worship, mm. the mountain. Mm-hmm. And Jesus replied, saying, A time will come and has already come yes. when the true worshippers will worship the Father yes. in the what? Spirit. And in truth. Yeah. And they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. That's right. Indeed. In spirit and truth. You know, Mm -hmm. as I said before, as a Christian, I enjoy wonderful freedom in Christ. Yes. And it is truly the desire of Christ that I will be free, that you will be free, that we will all be free, free from guilt, free from shame. That's right. That's right. But, you know, I must not allow that freedom to give me a license to just go out and do what I want. Definitely not. You know, and that could be including sin. I don't believe that's why Jesus came to save us. Mm. You know, and if I'm not careful, the mm-hmm. desires of the flesh can wreck. Yes. You know, and can wreck us and we we have self-destruction. Mm-hmm. But to prevent this, the apostle Paul gives us an instruction okay. on how that we can walk in the spirit. Wonderful. Well, can we look at that then? Yes. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. So what does the apostle Paul say? Uh do we have a text? Well, mm-hmm. it's a, this isn't Paul's text, but let's look at Psalm 119, verse 11. All right, Psalms. And I believe Psalm 119, verse 11. All right. I believe one way to walk in the Spirit is to study God's Word, the Bible. Okay, Psalms 119, verse 11. Yes, yes. And of course, the it's Bible. It's a huge book. <laughs> the Bible is, is his love letter to us. Well, That's I've right. only, it's a huge chapter, I know, but mm. let's have a look at verse 11. Right. It says, Your word I have hidden in my heart. That I may not sin against you. Ah. Yeah. Okay, so here's a clue already mm-hmm. that, you know, God's given us the freedom. We accept him into our life. He gives us the freedom from okay. sin. And he is virtually saying this promise to us. Read it again for us, please. Your word I have hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. Okay, now you can't hide the word in your heart unless you read it. That's right. Okay. That's right. So we need to know the will of the Spirit before we can walk in agreement with okay. the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And we learn about the, His will by yes. studying the word. Okay. You know, and Psalms 119, verse 9, tells verse us. Verse 9. How can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. again, we're directed to go back to the to Word. God's Word, yeah. Yes, it yeah. teaches us it's His yeah. will. Yeah. Hebrews 4.12. Hebrews 4.12. Mm-hmm. I think I know this one. Mm-hmm. Hebrews 4.12. All yep. right, and it says, For the Word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Okay, wow. so it's warning mm. us literally that we, right. when we fall short of his will, mm. how that's happening. That's right. And how we can stop it. That's right. That's right. Okay, Deuteronomy 8.3. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. Yeah. And so here it is, uh, chapter 8, the third verse, it says, So he humbled you, allowed you to hang, ha- hunger. Let me read that again. So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Wow, that's, that's quite amazing. That is a beautiful and text. And Jesus quoted these words. Yes, beautiful text. Mm-hmm. And therefore, of course, the study of the word, it's word is like manna. It that's nurtures right. the soul, the physical soul. That's right. But there is another section here. First of all, we walk in the Spirit by studying the Word, mm-hmm. but then we also need to watch and pray. So okay. let's have a look at Matthew 26, um, 41. That's right. Matthew, the 26th chapter. and Verse 41. Uh, verse 41. And, and it reads here, 
Watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. The spirit is indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yeah. Watch mm. and pray. Watch and pray. Now let's okay. just pull that out a little bit. All right. There are three occasions in which Christians become most vulnerable. Okay. And these are times when watchful prayer helps to guard ourselves. Now let's have a right. quick look at it. Luke twenty two forty five. Luke twenty two verse twenty five. No, verse forty five. Luke twenty two verse forty five. <laughs> and it reads When he rose up from prayer and had come to his disciples, he found them sleeping from sorrow. Right. So why were they keeping? They were sleeping from That's sorrow. Right, from sorrow. That's yeah. interesting because if they had been watching and praying, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have been so vulnerable mm. to go on the carnal side mm. in mm. times of mm. great sorrow. In other words, that's when we can guard ourselves. What about two <laughs> Samuel eleven one to four? Sorry to 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 pause you right here. This yeah. is quite interesting. This should have been the time when they should have been awake. Yes. That's, Absolutely. They should have been praying yeah. with okay. him. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was Jesus, by the way. All right. Yes. 2 so, Samuel. Okay, yep. And 11. Ch- chapter 11. 1 verse, to 4. 1 to 4. And here it is. Uh, it is. It says, It happened in the spring of the year, at the time when kings go out to battle, that David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel. And they destroyed the people of Ammon and besieged Ra- uh, Rabbah, uh, but David remained at Jerusalem. Then it happened in, uh, one evening that David arose from his bed and walked on the roof of the king's house. And from the roof he saw a woman bathing, and the woman was very beautiful to behold. So David sent, uh, uh, sent and inquired about the woman. And someone said, Is this not Bathsheba, the daughter of uh, Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? Then David sent messengers and took her, and she came to him, and he lay with her. For she was cleansed from her impurity, and she returned to her house. Yeah, that's first of Okay. Mm. Now we're talking at the moment of mm-hmm. watching and praying. Yes. And how um, watchful prayer helps Be- to guard us. Remaining vigilant. Yes. Yeah. Now the first one was in times of great sorrow. Yeah. This time, David was there mm-hmm. on his own. Yes. But he was bored. Mm. So what happens when we're bored? Well, our mind tends to wander. Uh-huh. And uh, actually, a favorite author of mine, Ellen White, says that uh, it is in terms of idleness that I- Satan gets gains advantage yeah. over us. Yeah. 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 And isn't there a saying says, um, the devil works with idle hands? Mm. So wow, that's a time that we've got to be watchful. That's right. Especially... In the times that we live in today. That's and, right. You know, I was listening to a report the other day and mm-hmm. a gentleman was saying how he wanted to be free from pornographic yes. m- material that came on his computer. That's right. And we don't have to switch on to those things. It's mm-hmm. like television. That's right. You know, we're, we're admonished in Scripture to watch and, and look at only those things that are, are pure, pure and honest noble, and lovely. And lovely. What have you. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. But there's a third time. Let's mm-hmm. have a look at Matthew 4, 2 to 3. Matthew 4. Yes. Four, two, three. Yeah, two to Oops. three. Sorry, Matthew four. Two uh, to three. Verse two to three. And uh-huh. it reads, And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, afterward he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you're the son of God, command these, sto- these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Mm. Okay, now that's very interesting. Mm. When you look at that temptation, mm-hmm. it was a great need of Jesus. That's right. 
And so in times of great need, we need to be watchful. That's right. The thing is, he could have changed those stones to bread. Yes. He yes, had that yes. ability to do that, That's that right. gift. That's right. And that, that is a big temptation. It is. It is indeed. But what did he do instead? He relied on God's word. Absolutely. Yeah, Amen. Yeah, yeah, so that's definitely. what we can do. That's right. But we can't do that if we don't know his word. No, exactly. And yeah. the, the other well, thing you is... Can only, you can only bring to remembrance that which you already had taken absolutely. in. That's right. Amen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we've got walking in the spirit. We study God's word. We watch and pray. Yes. And the third one is, it says it at one of the texts, it says, mm-hmm. resist the devil, the devil and, and he, he will, will flee. Yeah, it. yeah. That's right. Do you know where that is? Oh, interesting. I can find out. Yeah. Well, well, um, well while you're looking, mm-hmm. how about we have a bit of break? Yeah, well, we, are coming to a, we are coming to, <laughs> to a break. And the verse that we're looking at is James chapter 4, verse 7. And uh, some translations actually will put it this way. Submit yourselves uh, then to God. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Uh, that is a powerful uh, uh, verse right there because here we're given um, um, a directive of what we need to do if we really want the enemy uh, to to uh, run away from us. I am very yeah, impressed, yeah, Fabiana, yeah. because I was giving you time to look it up yeah. and here you come up with it right away. That was really, really great. Well, thank God for you modern know, technology. <laughs> but what people do yes. is they forget the first part and mm. often they quote that text mm. And they forget, draw near to God or submit. Submit, that's right. Draw near to God. Draw near to God. That's number one. Because of ourselves, Mm. we cannot resist the devil. How about the contemporary English uh, version, which says surrender to God? Oh, you're getting clever now. Oh, I'm just thinking, (laughs) wait a minute. Here we can actually unpack this a bit more. So, really, I'm I'm hearing that, hey, um, we need not only to draw near, to surrender, to be obedient. To humble ourselves to allow God to take full control, then we'll be able to resist the devil. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. what will happen? Mm. Then he and will flee from us. What a wonderful yeah. promise! It is. I mean, all of us want the devil yeah. to get away from our way. Yes. <laughs> so we submit or surrender right. to God. That's right. We are enabled then to resist mm, the devil, mm, mm, and he has got no choice but to flee from th- us. That's I right. think that is just absolutely wonderful. That is quite amazing. And so I think. Um, yeah, we can definitely come to a short break right here. And I would like to remind our listener that we do have a free giveaway. We are coming to a Christmas season in uh, all around the world. And there is a beautiful book. Uh, now, Helen can tell you more about the book. But it is the book... Um, Advent, uh, Hearing the Good News in the Story of Jesus' Birth by Nathan Brown. And I will highly recommend this book. Uh, it is a book that uh, uh, a lot of people are reading at this time. And I keep hearing good feedback and good reviews from this book. A wonderful book. Uh, Helen, what can you say about this book? Well, I can tell you that it's a, magnific- a magnificent story mm-hmm. that comes to life. Mm. The author, Nathan Brown, mm. um, he's done this book. So it's short chapters. Yes. Um, the 31 chapters. Mm-hmm. And it's designed to be read like an advent calendar that right. you read one chapter a day from December 1 onward. Or you can read the whole book at once. Yes. But, you know, y- you will be drawn to the heart of the incarnation. Mm, you will be. Mm, you mm. know, with all its earthiness, with all its danger, mm. with all its um, inclusivity and mm. all its glory, mm. it is another way of looking, but it's it's beautifully done because this time of the year, 
you know, we don't know exactly the date of Jesus' birth. That's right. But we do know, Fabiano, that yes. something happened. That's right. Something happened that split history. Exactly. I you agree. Know? I agree. And it was... Just, I mean, we sing songs about it, but a lot of the time we know the song so well that we mm, don't even mm, notice mm, the words mm, anymore, mm, mm. which is really, really sad. That's right. You know, we share gifts, but he shared the best gift of all. Amen. You That's know, right. and That's right. um, so I would recommend this book. It, it's Wonderful. free. It's the good news and the story of Jesus' birth. That's and we are happy to give it to you. That's you know, right. And and the number you can send your contact details to, if you like a free gift, uh, it is 0401-305-077. And I repeat, 0401-305-077. And if you live in the South Australian state, you can actually uh, text us your postcode as well. And uh, we can actually get that to you ASAP. That means as soon as possible. Thank you, my friend. Please stay tuned. We are just going to take a short break. And the song which we are going to listen to is Teach Us. uh, Sorry. It is the song Here I Am to Worship by Randy Travis. A beautiful song. Please stay around. Stick around. And we'll be right back and enjoy this wonderful tune. Oh 
Listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q and A with Fabiano Nyonghuru, and our co-host is Helen Gray. Helen is a regular co-host on this radio program, and we are having a wonderful time as we study through God's Word, as we try to understand how to worship God in spirit and in truth. And indeed, our topic for today is how do I worship God in spirit and in truth. Dear friend, you have experienced this a number of times. You may not be a person of faith, but deep down in your heart, you have this longing desire to worship. And in this program today, I hope and pray that we can all learn not only about how to worship God in spirit and in truth, but more about the God we worship. And here Helen has just shared with us briefly about the key components of worshiping God in spirit and in truth, uh, studying God's word, praying, and uh, submitting to God. Uh, these are ways in which we worship God in spirit and in truth. And what's even more important is the fact that we started with God's word because God's word is the truth, the ultimate truth, uh, because it is the embodiment, of, it is the, 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 uh, the, the, the written word which points to the uh, uh, to, 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 to Jesus, who is truth. And so we are going to explore this topic a bit further. And I'd like to ask Helen, what did Jesus mean by worshiping the Father in spirit and in truth? In, in, that, um, in that discussion that he was having with this uh, Samaritan woman. Okay, yes, yeah. he mentioned that, didn't he? Mm. And I believe he wasn't referring to corporate worship at that time, mm-hmm. you know, in the sanctuary when yeah. he spoke of the spiritual and truthful That's worship. Right. That's right. He spoke a lifestyle of worship aided mm. by the power of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. dwelling inside the believer instead. It mm. is a lifestyle. Mm. Mm. That's right. And, and, you know, as I think about Jesus saying the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, and, and I'm thinking, why employ the word Father? Because if you think about it here, if, if, if we talk about Father, both the Jews and the Samaritan could identify with the same God. So therefore, I think Jesus is also helping her to understand that it's not about the mountains. Because she was so concerned about which mountain is the right, 
you know, which building is the right one? What's more important to begin with is do we worship the true God? And so he says, this is the Father. We, I mean, the, the true worshippers will worship the Father. And she could say amen to that. And, uh, and uh, what kind of Father? Then, of course, we all know what, uh, what kind of Father uh, the Bible speaks about, a loving Father, but not the, not the forefathers of the, of, the, of the Jewish people. No, no, no. Here the focus is on the true God, which you have already brought out in the very beginning, that it, it, we, are, we, we are talking about worshiping God. Uh, and that is, I think, um, something very uh, interesting there as well, because she could identify with that, and uh, she could actually remove her attention from the mountains and the temples and everything and, and focus on God first, which is, which is very important. Mm. Amen. The thought mm. just came to me while you were talking, you know, she was saying, which mountain? Mm-hmm. We bring that to today and people yeah. are saying, which church? The, which church? That's right. You That's know, right. and here Jesus is saying, don't worry about that. Mm. Just make sure mm-hmm. that you are actually worshipping. That's right. Worshipping God, right. the Father, right. in spirit and, and truth. In truth. And That's there's right. a text in scripture, Isaiah 8.20, that says, if mm. they speak not according to the, this word, the word, there right. is no light in them. That's right. So that's where we need to compare mm. and we need to pray for the Holy Spirit to Amen. lead us to the right mountain. To the right mountain. That's yeah. right. That's right. So why did Jesus emphasize the spiritual and the truthful worship. Well, yeah. at the time that he was speaking in Judaism, mm-hmm. animal sacrifice was a way of worship. Mm. I'm so glad that's not on today. Mm, mm, but unfortunately, mm. with time, these sacrifices be- actually became a ritual and a okay. religious tradition. That's right. We do that today. All right. Things become a tradition. A tradition. But unfortunately, some Christians live life contrary to God's expressed will mm-hmm. from Monday through to Saturday, and then they join the corporate worship on Sundays or Saturday, <laughs> whichever day you're worshiping on, as to fulfill a ritual and a tradition. Thankfully, Paul in Romans 12, Mm. 1 to 3, he explains how to worship the Lord in spirit and truth by adopting a lifestyle of worship. Would you Mm. please read Romans 12, 1 to 3, Fabiana? That's right. Romans 12, 1 to 3. Mm -hmm. And and it says, uh, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy Acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. 1 to 2, verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Was that through yeah. to verse 3? Oh, verse 3. Yes, All right, it says, For I say, through the grace given to me, to everyone who's among you, not to think of himself more highly than, or, than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. Okay, Mm. now that was quite a mouthful. That's right. When you sort of read it straight off. Yes. But this is how Paul is actually giving us the guideline, if you like, Mm. how to worship the Lord in spirit and truth. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to just break it down a little. Yes. Uh, He beseeches us to follow three steps. Now, the first step Mm -hmm. is dedication. Dedication, right. So you read out that we need to present our bodies Uh, as what? As a living sacrifice. That's a very key word, Dan. Yeah. As a living sacrifice, alive, Alive. holy, and Pleasing and or pleasing. acceptable to That's God. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> okay, and the whole and and aren't we told that um, your body is the temple, temple of, of the, the Holy of Spirit? Of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> in Greek, mm-hmm. the term paristemi is used in place of the word present. Okay. It means to yield. Mm-hmm. 
you know, we've just said present your bodies, mm-hmm. but it means to yield or yielding our bodies for the service of God out mm-hmm. of free will instead of obligation or tradition. That's right. That's the first step. Mm-hmm. But there were three conditions, alive, holy, and pleasing. Mm, mm. And if we were to look at Leviticus, mm-hmm. and I think it's chapter 1, verses 2 to 3, mm-hmm. you would get a list of regulations on animal sacrifices. That's right. And then everything that the true believer does should be a form of spiritual service, also okay. called spiritual worship. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm. So the first thing we brought out, yes. he beseeches his dedication. What do you think the next one is? Well, I think the next one might be, um, yeah, um, the idea of not of uh, of being transformed, allowing our mind to dwell on that which is holy, acceptable to God. I'm going to come uh, to that. So there's one oh, in between. All right, so there's one in between. Not mm. conforming to the world. No, it's called insulation. Yes. All right. That is what what you're on. I've mm-hmm. got down here. It's insulation after dedication. Yeah. Okay. And you're quite right. Do mm-hmm. not be conformed to the pattern of the present world. Right. Right. So. Okay. <coughs> If you think about it and you take a wire, for example, Mm -hmm. its insulation prevents the wire from coming into contact with external conditions Mm. and create a short circuit, doesn't it? That's right, yeah. Well, that's what we need. And the word continuously presses Christians to conform to its own value system. Our willpower and the grace of God is the insulation that shields us. Amen. But then we can come to the one you mentioned, and I think this is so critical. It's a transformation. That's right. And what's the text that come, that you read or comes to your mind? It is the same verse here. Can I repeat the same verse? Yes. All right. It says, and this is the second verse, uh, it says, But be transformed by the renewing of your mind, uh, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Okay. Interesting. Do you know what the term mm-hmm. um, transformed is rendered in Greek? Now, you've done That's, Greek. I have done Greek. Yes. <laughs> All right. I, I can look it up. <laughs> and here is the word. All right. Metam- metamorpho, which is, I guess, the same word we get, metaphosis, I guess, yes. uh, in, in the English word. Good. And uh, here we are told that um, the... Greek dictionaries will, will, will actually render that word as um, to change in a manner visible to others. Uh, that's one of the way in which we can actually uh, translate the word uh, the word there in Greek. Yeah. Okay, think mm. of a caterpillar. Yeah, yeah, that's right. What a beautiful Did it illustration. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. happened? Well, it goes from a caterpillar into a beautiful butterfly. So a caterpillar is yeah. a bug. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm. And you could just imagine if the caterpillar could talk to us, it'd say, I don't want to crawl on the ground. Why can't I be up in the, uh, in the air with the others? That's right. You know, that's and then right. he goes into a cocoon and he mm. comes out a mm. beautiful butterfly mm. that mm. flies. Mm. That's metamorphosis. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the other thing is that our minds are continuously exposed to the sinful ways of the world. That's right. It has a direct impact on us mm-hmm. because a person's external behavior mm. is determined and shaped by the mind. Wow. Okay. So again, be careful what you watch, what you read, what yeah, you focus on, yeah, because yeah, by beholding yeah. we, we become, become changed. changed. <laughs> if you don't mind, I just want to explore this idea a little bit. Because when we began the program, we were saying, hey, worship is actually a compound word. It's not just going to church and saying, I am going to worship. No, actually we worship Every day in, uh, in how we choose to live our lives, uh, how we choose to use the means which God have, uh, has entrusted to us, how, what we choose to dwell on and, and cling to. And, and what I'm getting from this, especially the fact that it's saying that we need to be, 
to have our minds transformed. I'm thinking our minds should always be elevated and seeking that which is holy, noble, Amen. you know, of a higher standard, as it were. But of course, we are helped by the, uh, as he says in Philippians 4.13, by Jesus. It is Christ who helps us through that, but we must be willing uh, to, to, to do that. And then we live a life, therefore, that reflects uh, um, the, um, yeah, the, 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 the character and the manner and the kind of person that God wants us to be. Amen. That's quite interesting. Amen. Mm. Couldn't have yeah, said it better. Yeah. Oh, oh Helen, <laughs> you did <yes>. well. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's let's just move on. Dedication mm-hmm. and insulation actually causes a state of God's consciousness okay. in us, mm. and then we will be able to test and approve what God's will is for us, His good, right. pleasing, and perfect right. will. Right. And then the Holy Spirit helps to change our behaviour accordingly. Amen. Suddenly, you don't want to use the language of a lot mm. of the. The street kids that I hear today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I was in the supermarket the other day and, and there were so many people and, and they were panicking and, and this guy said, oh, this is enough to make you want to swear. Mm. I said, why would you want why to swear? Would you want to do that? We have got the most beautiful English language. That's and he straight right. away looked at me and he said, oh, no, no, I don't swear. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then we met in the next aisle and he said, I have to confess. I said, what, what are you confessing? He said, I told you a lie. He said, I do swear. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. the Holy Spirit changes that, mm, changes mm, our thoughts. Mm. Okay, so how do we do this? Yeah, I, I guess before we go into the, you know, the steps now, uh, helping us to understand the, you know, the, 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 the uh, nuts and bolts of how to do this, maybe we'll take a quick short break because we really need to digest this. This is a wonderful topic. But uh, I just thought, hey, let, let us quickly uh, Take a break. Uh, Listen to this beautiful song, Teach Us to Number Our Days, uh, by uh, Carly Fletcher, a good friend of mine, actually, from North North New South Wales. She's got a beautiful voice. Enjoy her song. Please do stay stay around, and we will be bringing the program to an end shortly. And Helen is going to give us some practical applications to today's study. Enjoy the song.
Faith FM in your pocket? Just go to faithfm.com.au on your phone and you can listen anywhere and anytime. That's right. Welcome back to Faith FM. You're listening to The Drive Time with big, uh, big Q&A with Fabiano and Helen in the studio. We are so glad that you have tuned in. And the topic for today has been how do I worship God in spirit and in truth? It is so wonderful to be able to discuss this because hey, if some of us Think about worship as just that which we do and maybe on the weekend. But Helen has helped us to understand this topic in a more deeper level, in a more broader sense, helping us to fully understand what worship is all about. Helen, without further ado, I'll let you continue because I see that uh, the time is against us now. But please share with us a bit more. How do we now do this in practical terms? Mm. Yeah. Yes, and, and I agree we need to know that because we've talked mm. about dedication, installation mm-hmm. and transformation. That's right. And <clears throat> in thinking about that, I thought we need to know how do we do it. That's right. So dedication, no longer use the members of the body of Christ to do your own will. Mm. For example, <clears throat> if you gossip, stop mm. gossiping. Mm-hmm. Use your lips and tongue to spread the gospel. Mm. Commit your body to do something for the expansion of God's kingdom. Amen. To insulation, you read James 4, 7 before. Yeah. Insulation takes place once you dedicate your body to God mm. in submission. Mm. And you won't give in to peer, peer pressure mm-hmm. and live a double life. Mm-hmm. Transformation of character is a process of trial and error. Mm. It's a lifetime of learning. And mm-hmm. I guarantee that you will make mistakes, but don't lose hearts. Don't lose your heart, I should mm. say, not hearts. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what matters is going before God in repentance and asking mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit to help you to not repeat those mistakes. So in reality, these three steps here could sound too difficult to practice when compared with all the hardships we face while living in a, uh, <clears throat> in a less than perfect world. Um, and someone even joked uh, saying the problem with a living sacrifice is that, this, is that the sacrifice could slowly grow off the altar. So give us some good news, Helen. The good news is God is expecting Mm -hmm. is to do only what is possible. Mm. And he will always do the impossible. Amen. I think that's You know, there was a saying I heard a long time ago. It said Uh the impossibilities we can do, but the miracles take a bit longer through God. That's right. So in Romans 12.1, Paul said, what does Romans 12.1 say? We got yeah, time for that I beseech one? you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, let me read it, uh, quote it correctly, but hey, it's one that I have read a number of times, so it just, I just remember. So I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, mm. And it's God's mercy, really. That's right. You know, That's and right. again, the Greek word uses in place of mm. mercy mm. speaks of God's desire to save people. Amen. In his mercy, my friend, he will give you the strength to maintain a lifestyle of worship. Mm. You know, that's an interesting contrast, Fabiano. The mm-hmm. heathen are prone to sacrifice mm-hmm. in order to obtain mercy, mm. while biblical faith teaches that the divine mercy provides a basis for a life of sacrifice. Wow. There is a contrast. Wow. So, wow. in conclusion, we need to practice these principles in everyday life. So, sorry, Helen, can I just clarify something here? Yes. For some of us who are simple-minded, so um, the heathens or the pagans or those who worship idols, usually they want to do something yes. so they can receive mercy, so they can receive favor, 
So they can have their prayers answered. So they have to do something, some sacrifice to appease this yes. God. Whereas for us, the Christians, we have obtained that mercy. We are forgiven. We are free in Christ. And, 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 and because of the joy that we have and the freedom we have in Christ, the there's, I mean, the only thing we just think of doing is just being thankful and worshiping and thanking God. And that is worship. Yes, living yeah. a life of living sacrifice. Living a life of sacrifice. That is yes. quite amazing. Yeah, mm. and there are people today that still believe they have got to earn their salvation. Mm, that's sad. Yeah. It is sad. God has given us a way out for free. Yes, yes, yeah. 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 Mm. Um, I, don't, I don't keep the commandments to be saved. Mm. I keep them because I am saved. Amen. I Amen. don't keep the Sabbath to be saved. Mm. I keep it because I am saved. Amen. He says, if you love me, keep the commandments. That's right. Okay, so in conclusion, mm. as I said, we need to practice these principles every day. They are yeah. essential to Christian life because we cannot worship God in spirit and truth if we are living a life that is carnal or of the flesh and mm. not truthful. Mm. Such Christians may lift their hands in worship, mm-hmm. but it would be an abomination in the eyes of God. Mm. And I promise that you will experience God's presence in a mighty way mm. every time that you join others in corporate worship and submit completely to him. That's right. So let's mm-hmm. very quickly, if I may, mm-hmm. conclude the message to, that we've done tonight yes, please. with those three applications. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was able to draw from this great passage of scripture. Let's yes. look at the three. Study, watch, okay. and resist. That's right. Okay, so study, watch, and resist. Okay. So study regularly and systematically, I believe that's, uh, mm-hmm. that's how that's we should how we be studying. Study. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we really need to dig deep into God's Word, yep. write down our thoughts or think through at least what we are studying uh, and, and listen to the uh, truths which have been communicated to us and, and prayerfully ask the Holy Spirit to shape our lives and your life, dear listener, so we may live out these truths. That's right. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, Fabiano, yeah. how do we watch and pray? Well, I believe we need to remain... Uh, Vigilant. I think this is very important. We need to know our weaknesses and that the enemy will be glad to explore it. Uh, we need to be aware of the situation and certain knows, you know, which uh, weakness to exploit in, our, in, in each situation, uh, whether it be in terms of sorrow, boredom, dire need. And so we really need to remain uh, uh, um, vigilant and praying always that God uh, um, uh, helps us through this yeah, But we also yeah. need to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us Before That's you right. open the word right. mm. Please ask the Holy Spirit to give you the truth mm. Because Amen. Satan's just willing For you to open the word without praying mm. So he can put in your mind mm-hmm. Things that are not mm-hmm. true That's right. So the last one please tell me How do mm-hmm. we resist the devil Well number one we need to submit To God We need to draw near to God And then we, then, then as we do that We'll be able to resist the devil and then the devil will flee from us. I, I believe that's what we read. Mm. Yeah, that, that was quite amazing, actually. Once again, being reminded of that text is very, very important. Did we read Ephesians 4.27 before? Ephesians 4.27. We can read it. We've got yes. just a few minutes yes. left. Ephesians 4.12. 27. Uh, 4.27, rather. And uh, uh, here it is. Uh, 4.27. Yep. It says... Nor give place to the devil. That's a very short verse. Mm. Don't give place to the devil. Right. It's okay. Don't yeah. give him yeah. any opportunity. That's right. You know, if mm. you give him an inch, he'll become your ruler. Mm. We need to watch mm. that. What mm. about Matthew sixteen twenty two? Matthew sixteen twenty two, and here it is. Uh, Matthew sixteen twenty two. It says, "Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord.'" 
This shall not happen to you. Okay. And, and he, here is Peter taking Jesus aside and mm-hmm. trying to deter him from the mission. Yeah. yeah. Just be careful mm. of the schemes that the devil mm. wants mm. to take mm. over. Mm. And what about Matthew sixteen twenty three? Let's well, finish on this well, one. Well, that was Jesus' then response. Uh, uh, his response, yes. he says, Get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of man. Amen. Please don't say, get behind me, Satan, and give me a push. Okay, (laughs) we need to rebuke him in the name of Jesus. And look, listener, I'm sure that if you follow that counsel Mm. and submit completely to God, read his word, study, watch and pray, Mm. and, and walk in his ways, you are going to have life more abundantly on this earth and for eternity. That's right. Helen, would you like to pray for us? Oh, I'd love to pray. Mm-hmm. Okay. Loving Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for what you have done for us. Mm. We thank you that you are the one that does the impossible in our life. Amen. And the miracles in our life. Mm. And sometimes, Lord, we are blinded and we don't see these things. Mm-hmm. But forgive us for that. But thank you for taking care of us. Thank you for showing us how we can come closer to you, how we can live a life in spirit and truth. Thank you, Father, for this study tonight from your word. I pray that hearts have been touched in a mighty, mighty way, that all the people will go and study the word Mm. and come closer to you. Lord, may we continue to lift you up because you said when we do, then you will draw all men to you. So, Father, we just want to sow this seed and leave the watering to you through the power of the Holy Spirit. Bless us each one, Lord. Help us, Father, not to let boredom or sorrow or some basic need draw us away. Help us, Lord, at those times to commit again Mm. to you and not to walk in the path of sin, Mm. that we may not grieve you. Lord, we just want to thank you again, and we want to just praise you in glory and truth. Father, thank you in the loving name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, my friend, thank you for tuning in today. Enjoy the following song and have a blessed night. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever true. Change my heart, oh God. May I be like you.